Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'd really love to talk about body image, my own personal struggle, and my best tips of advice for you from what I've learned over the past year when it comes to coaching and body image and other people and how to maybe overcome it or some practical tips for you. But first, I just wanted to start with talking about something that happened in the news that a client pointed out to me, I actually hadn't heard about it, um, was Nikki Graham, who uh, passed away at a young age from anorexia. And it just really brought to light, you know, again, it's not that I had forgotten, but this is serious and eating disorders are serious. And even the ones that, you know, don't die, which is tragic, they still are suffering. And so if you are out there listening and you are struggling with the eating disorder and you're debating, you know, should I get help? Am I that bad? I'm going to highly encourage you right now to put down your phone, stop what you're doing and just go look up some sort of source for help. Like reach out to anyone, go by whatever means you can look for help wherever you can find it. And I just think that's so important because it's a tragedy, really. It's a tragedy when people have to be taken by eating disorders. It doesn't have to be that way. And I know that I'm so passionate about it. It would be my dream someday if all eating disorders were cured somehow. I know that that is unlikely, but the more and more we can talk about these things, the more more people come out and have podcasts and, and actually have conversations about it and don't feel like they have to be ashamed, the better. Today, I want to talk about body image. And I know that I've talked about it before. Um, In the very beginning of when I released this podcast last year, I had an episode about body image and to accept yourself before losing weight. And you can accept yourself and still lose weight. Since then, a lot has happened since releasing that odd podcast episode. I've done a lot more coaching. I've released a course. I have done a lot more. I've talked to a lot more people and interviews in this podcast about their own perspectives on body image. And I feel like I have new thoughts on the matter, but I also wanted to be 100% transparent about something. And the first thing, and maybe I'd like to say in this episode is that I still struggle with my body image quite a lot. And it's not the point where I'm not functional, but I still struggle all the time. And I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I have never gotten a diagnosis, but I'm almost positive. I suffer from body dysmorphia. I just don't ever know quite, you know, what I look like or have a good grasp on it. And I feel like other people see things that I just don't see or I'm always like hyper detail focusing on things. And there have been studies that show that people with body dysmorphia literally look at faces differently than their eye patterns are different when they look at faces than people who don't suffer from body dysmorphia. And I feel like when I look at people or myself, I'm looking in a different way and I see my body in a different light, but also with body image, I just struggle with having, sometimes it seems like more bad days than good days when it comes to thinking about how my body looks. Um, I still totally have trouble with body checking sometimes. And this has been a problem for a lot of people um, when it comes to bulimia. The reason I'm bringing it up now is partly because I feel like I wanted to just lay that out there, that I still struggle with it and the things that I'm doing right now to help myself with it. But I also had such an enlightening week last week. And it's because I talked to so it seems like everyone in their grandma in terms of coaching and my course 
had something that they were struggling with, with body image. And the most interesting part about it was the fact that so many different women, I talked to many different women last week with completely different body types, like very different, all unique to their own body. Everyone's body is unique, but it wasn't like they were all fit one frame of stereotypical body type, but they all had some very similar thoughts on body image, which was interesting. And a lot of them felt like they didn't like the way they look. They felt almost like they were disgusted by how they looked. All these weird, interesting things. And it just was so eye-opening to me. And maybe the first thing I'd say is that to me says screamingly loud that like a glaring, obvious fact is that it's not about your body. It's about your thoughts. And I know that some of you out there listening are going to fight me on this one so hard. And sometimes I fight myself on this one. I I know it intellectually, but putting it into practice is one thing. And so you out there, you want to argue with me and say, no, 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 Jacqueline, my body is disgusting. It is horrible looking. It's the most obscene thing I've ever, I've ever laid my eyes upon. Look at my fat, look at my stomach, look at my arms, look at how my clothes fit me. It is undeniably disgusting. It's undeniably this, whatever word you describe your body as, maybe it's, you know, fat and that has negative connotations to you. Maybe it is uh, gross. Maybe it's just like big. That was, that's the thing. I don't ever say that I'm disgusting anymore. I've gotten past that um, thought. Um, but I do sometimes still go to this concept of I'm just big. And that has, that's a loaded word for me. I just always tell myself, I'm just big. I'm just bigger than other girls. I'm just like, I just take up so much space. That's my, my spiel that I kind of lay out for myself, but whatever it is you say about your body, you're going to want to try to prove to me that it is because of how your body looks. And that is undeniable. But the interesting thing is how could it be that I had so many different women talk to me last week? And I know I'm saying women, because I only talked to women last week, but I know men has this, have the same struggle or whoever you are out there. I know everyone has these issues. It's not just a women thing. Um, how could so many different people, human beings, have the exact same thoughts or have the exact same feelings towards their body of it being disgusting, of it being unacceptable, of it being too much, of it being less so, when they had completely different bodies? And it's because of their thinking. It is because of how they think about their body. Now, Maybe it's because of like, they have influences from society telling them their body is not good for X, Y, Z reasons. It's too thin. It's too big. It's too much, whatever. But even so, even if it's influenced by the outside, it is because of their own thoughts about their body that make it so painful to live in their body, to make their, makes their body image so much worse. So you're like, okay, if it is my thinking, I still believe that thinking. So how does that help? I still think those things are true. So I just want you to like stay with me for a second and be like, okay, if we hold on to the fact, let's just sit in the recognition that it isn't our bodies that are necessarily the problem. It is actually our thoughts about our bodies that is the problem. And our thinking might have to change and nothing about our body would have to necessarily change for us to feel better about it. Now, 
Of course, there are certain circumstances that make thinking about things easier, making more positive thoughts happen. But I'm just suggesting to you right here, right now, that it's not necessarily your body. It's your thinking about your body, your thoughts, your opinions about your body, wherever you got them from. Maybe if you were just born with them and you just always thought your body was horrible, or over time, you've started to think your body is horrible. Because it's interesting for me, especially like I tell this to a lot of people, you think that about your body, but other people have completely different thoughts about your body, which is crazy, right? And I think about a few months ago, maybe like four months ago, I posted a story on my Instagram because I had this interesting experience where this girl at the gym who I was friends with, she asked me, she saw me wearing this pair of leggings with a brand that she was interested in. And she said, what size do you wear? Do you like those leggings? And I said, I wear a size medium, but you'll want a small. I said, because you know, you're smaller than me. And I didn't say it with much emotion. I just kind of at this point, I was like, you know, I'm just a bigger girl. And I just have, have accepted that. I've become neutral about it, right? And I just am like, this is it's factual. I am just bigger than this person. And this girl was like, she um she's probably closer to around my height. And if not, like we're the same height, I think she's like an inch shorter than me or whatever. But I still like, when I saw her all the time, I always thought things like, wow, she's so beautiful. Like her, she has the body that I would love, you know, like I, I idolize how she looks, all those sorts of things. Right. I don't idolize how she looks, but I thought she looked good. And I didn't have any emotion attached to it. I wasn't like, she's bad because she has a body or I'm less so because she has a body that I want. I just thought that's awesome that she has that whatever. And then when she asked me this question so simply, I was like, I'm a medium, but you'll want a small, like, cause you're smaller than me, whatever. And she goes, no, I'm not. And I kind of smirked and I was like, yeah, you are smaller than me, like whatever. And she was like, no, I'm not. And she got up and she then put her legs right next to mine and compared our thigh size. And I would look down flabbergasted. <laughs> At the fact that our our thighs were the exact same size, our leg length, everything. It looked like we were the exact same size. And I just was like, what is happening? My whole world, my whole, whole perception on how my body looked got flipped on its head. And I was like, what the hell? I was literally like, what the fuck is going on right here? Because this is not, this does not match my thoughts that I built about how my body looks. It doesn't match the thoughts that I thought about this person. And I was like, what is going on? So that was interesting for me. And I realized, again, I had a very real moment that it's not necessarily like what we think, even if we believe it to our core, we believe that it is wholeheartedly true. Like I strongly believed with her. It's not necessarily the case. And you may have a really skewed perception on how your body looks. Even if you want to fight with me and be like, no, 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 Jacqueline, I look this way. I swear. Everyone else thinks it's true. And I'd be like, just sit with it for a second, sit with the fact that there probably is someone, there's at least one individual on this earth that thinks you're smoking hot, just the way you are, even if you don't. And then there's also maybe an individual that says, you're not my cup of tea. And then there's also probably an individual that thinks you're just normal and they all exist. Maybe they're not, not the majority. Maybe they are the majority. And maybe it's you that has the issue with your thinking that is causing such pain with your body image. And if you could maybe start to think different things or practice the belief, a lot of people are like, well, I can't just sit and think I'm pretty, or I think that I'm handsome, or I think that I look hot when I don't actually believe that. 
my suggestion is you don't have to think that right away, especially if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. But the first bridge thought you could have, the first way in changing your thinking you could have is thinking, maybe what I'm thinking isn't true. Maybe it's not actually reality. And this like firm castle of straw that I built for myself around the facts about my body, maybe they're not true. And I might even suggest writing them all out on paper and just looking at them for what they are and saying, these are subjective facts. They cannot be proven in a science textbook somewhere. I mean, nothing can really be proven. We could all be in a simulation for all I know. Um, But nothing that's the crazy part about reality, right? Nothing can undeniably be proven. But at least your opinions about your body are completely subjective, even if the majority agrees and that they're not necessarily true. So that's the first thing I just want to like let you onto. And the thing that I try to go to a lot, especially when I think I know everything about my body, especially when I think I have it all together on how my body looks and I totally know. And I just say to myself, "Mm, that might not be true. And that just opens the door for me to think other things because I know it may not be true. Um, Also, another thing is like, then, then the thought comes with body image. I always went to, I just wish I could know if, if my opinion isn't completely true. Cool. But like, is there some way I can prove what people think? Like, can I know entirely? Like, is there somewhere, some little fact book out there that could tell me? I just would love to know what the average person thinks about me. I don't want to know those plain facts. For whatever reason, my mind plagues me with these things, right? Um, When I'm not managing it. So, but I'm just being honest with you guys and just trying to be open about my whole crazy body image thoughts. But I'm just like, I would waste time on that. And it's interesting. I was having a conversation with a client. It was similar, but not about body image. It was about intelligence. And she was like, I kind of just wish I would have a rating of like how intelligent I actually was. Cause she was really fighting with me on like, not fighting, but arguing the fact that like, no, I'm just everything she'd say. She's like, no, I'm actually just not that smart. I just have to work harder. That's me. I'm just not, I'm always like average. And I first was like, maybe you're actually smarter than you think. And then she was like, I just wish I could know. And I said, if you had proof, if you had undeniable proof that you are this level of intelligence, would that help you? Would it make you feel any better? And she laughed and was like, no. And that's the thing also. So if your mind is like mine, or I am my clients, and you go to, well, I just wish I would know what I actually look like. Because those of us that struggle with body dysmorphia, we don't necessarily know, or we have a really warped perception. And when you start to know that, okay, my, my perception's actually warped and I don't entirely know what I look like, then you go to the place of, but I want to know. And I've thought about this too. If I could get an actual percentage rating, if there was a scientifically proven undeniable fact rating of where I land on an attraction scale um, of what people think of my body, would I feel good about it once I actually knew that fact? How would that help me live my life? If anything, it would damage my life a little bit because if it was a lower score than I was what I was expecting, I would think I can only be this attractive. I would probably stop trying things. I would probably stop putting on like makeup that makes me feel good and buying clothes that I like and feel pretty in. And I would probably not have feelings. You know those feelings when, especially you know, people when you dress up and you get all gussied up for a night out. You know, whether you're man, woman, whatever, you have taken a shower, you've done your hair, you have a new outfit on, you've done whatever type of skincare, you know that you're looking your best. You feel good and you think you're sexy as F, right? 
and no one, like even other people's opinion, you don't care because at that very moment you feel it. If you knew that undeniable fact, you probably would never think that again. And you never get to experience feeling that way ever again, because you're like, oh, well, I'm actually not, I'm actually this percentage. So let's just, let's just destroy all chances of us feeling attractive and happy and sexy. So the knowing wouldn't help you. And it doesn't matter anyway, because everyone, it can't be proven anyway, because everyone's opinion is different anyway. So you'd find some people that would agree with that fact and some people that wouldn't. And then it goes to, okay, all right, Jacqueline, I hear you on this. Um, It may not be my body, even though I hate my freaking body, but it may not be how my body looks that's causing me this distress. It's actually my thoughts around my body. And those might not even be true. What do we do now? Because I don't really want to accept my body where it is. It's really a struggle. And I just like, I can't bear the idea of gaining more weight or I can't bear the idea of changing. Like I just, it has to change. I have to do something about my body to make myself feel better. I can't just change my thinking. I have to change my body first to change my thinking about it. And here's what I'm going to say. Changing your body that you can have moments, especially like, let's say you are um, at a higher weight than you'd like, and then you lose some weight. It can provoke some initial feelings of confidence for sure. Naturally, it's still your thoughts in the matter, but it can have some, you know, more easier thoughts provoking positive thoughts to be provoked. However, if you are unsure, you know, and hating your body now, you're probably going to still hate your body on some level and you're probably still going to be miserable on some level. When I lost all my weight initially, I did not necessarily, I enjoyed moments of losing weight. I enjoyed being able to go into a store and have everything look the way I wanted it to look on me. I enjoyed the feeling of confidence that I had like accomplished something, but I was always terrified of gaining the weight back. And I was terrified of like my behavior because I knew I was losing control. So even when I had achieved that weight, it didn't fit me. It didn't suit me. And I just wasn't necessarily like I was in that body, but I still was like riddled with self-doubt because I knew the way I'd gotten to that body was unsustainable. I knew I didn't know how the hell to eat. And I knew that it was just a matter of time before it slipped through my fingers again. And it was a very miserable experience in a lot of ways. I also, oddly enough, still thought I had weight to lose during that time. I still felt like I could have lost more. I still felt like I didn't look quite right. And it's because I was comparing myself, first of all, to like posed images on the internet. It's crazy what posing and lighting will do. People on the internet, Instagram influencers, they take little pictures, posed pictures where they look amazing. And there's this huge trend on the internet right now where it's, you know, taking a picture of yourself pose and then taking a picture of yourself relaxed because it just shows like, oh, no one looks that on it all the time. And so part of it was, I was comparing myself to those people, comparing myself to fabricated images of that aren't even reality, right? And that's why I felt like I still have flaws, but I, I still had cellulite. I still had things about my body I didn't like. I still didn't like how tall I was. All that sort of stuff that wasn't probably going to change. And it's like, I still had thoughts that I'm disgusting. I still had thoughts, the underlying thing of, you know, I'm not worthy. I am a terrible person, all these sorts of things. It's just crazy that changing your body doesn't necessarily change your thoughts. So the best thing I can do for body image, um, you can change your body. I'm not saying you can't change your body. I work out all the time in my gym, in the gym to gain muscle. I'm literally manipulating how my body looks and I'm fine with it. However, 
my suggestion is to not hope that that change will make you feel any differently. And also I'm suggesting that even when doing that, you need to accept your body right where it is right now. I don't care if you're 250 pounds. I don't care if you are um, like you're, you've been gaining weight recently, whatever it is. And here's why. Here's why I suggest you try to like accept your body. First of all, accepting your body does not mean you're giving up. And I think a lot of people take acceptance and they think, I don't, I can't ever change if I accept it. Acceptance doesn't mean giving up. It just literally means accepting what is right now. Because a lot of us that hate our body, like I want to ask you, how does hating your body, how does calling yourself disgusting, how does calling yourself fat and awful and all these all these terrible things, ugly, whatever, whatever your term is, big, how does that help you in any shape or form? Does it ever make you feel good? Does it ever make you do the things you want? Has Have you ever hated yourself enough into the body that you wanted? And even if you did end up hating yourself into the body you wanted, did you feel good when you got there? Were you able to maintain it? Was it a fun existence? I'm going to guess that anytime you're super mean to yourself, it's not very helpful. I was talking to a client specifically about this who has weight pressures on herself from her career. So it's more of a high stakes situation. However, she was talking about how when she just, she puts on clothes, she just feels uncomfortable. They're tighter on her now since she's gained a little bit of weight. She's struggling with overeating now that she's not binging and purging. And she was talking about how she's like, it just feels disgusting. And I was like, why does it feel disgusting? Um, She's like, I don't know. And I told her like, some people have tight clothes and they don't think it's disgusting. Why are you using that word? What does it mean to you? Like, what does the weight gain mean to you? What does it mean to you when your clothes are tighter? Why is it so disgusting to you? And it really wasn't even about the weight when we discussed it. It was because of what it meant to her. It was the fact that she felt like she had let herself down. She thought about how, how could she let herself get to this point? How could she let herself down? And that was disgusting to her. And we talked about like, wow, what a harsh thing to, to say. No wonder you feel really uncomfortable with your body because every time you see it, it's a visual representation reminder in your mind because every time you see it, you have thoughts of, I'm a failure. I can't do this. Even though her body right now is a representation of her healing. Her body right now is a representation of her changing to recover from an eating disorder she's had for a long time. And she's fighting it and making that progress. She could easily think that. And I'm not saying that having gaining weight is easy, but it's interesting that when you break it down, that self-hatred she is having for herself, not only is it not just about her body, but then we asked her, I asked her, okay, what do you do when you think you're disgusting? Does it make you feel better? How does it help with your overeating? Does it make you want to eat less or more? And really, when we get down to it, when you say, I'm disgusting, I'm just big, I'm just fat, I'm just whatever term you use, I'm just a waste of space, I just take up too much space, whatever, then you just throw in the towel. That is really when you accept what's happening because you just don't even want to try. Some of us, I mean, there are certain times when hatred totally fuels me to do a workout, but it's a miserable time. It's a workout fueled with anger and rage and sadness all rolled up into one, just pure self-hatred fueled in that workout. And it just makes me angrier and angrier. It makes me hate life itself. 
And all, and when it doesn't do that, eventually you get tired of that. And then it just makes you throw in the towel and say, whatever, I'm just going to binge and purge. Like, fuck it. I'm never, I'm never going to be able to get out of this body. This is just what I am. I'm just a big, disgusting person. It doesn't make any sense. How is hating yourself instead of just accepting where you're at right now in this very second? Doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever. It just means accepting your body for what it is right now. And I know you've heard this like a broken record before, but your body is what you have. It is the reality of what's going on right now. I had a coach one time. I really struggled with not only body acceptance, but accepting just what my body is capable of. And this is going to sound weird, but I had a lot of issues with just accepting the fact that I was taller, that I was a woman in some sense, which I know sounds weird. It's just that I felt like it was unfair. Like I had challenges as a woman that other people didn't have. And I spent a lot of time being bitter about that fact. And I wanted to be angry at the world for it. And I I was talking to my coach at the time and she said, how does it feel to be denying reality and fighting with reality? And I said, it's so tiring and it feels awful. It feels like I'm always angry. It feels like I'm always upset and it feels like I'm always a victim. And it feels like it's never going to change. I just feel like I have to be angry about that. And it made me realize talking about her with that, like how much of a waste of time, like how much I was wasting my time on this earth, being angry about something that just exists about denying reality that I'm in. It just burns you out for the lack of a better term. Like it does all these other things, but it really burns you out. Hating yourself, being rude to your body, um, calling yourself mean names, not accepting where your body's at. It's a recipe for burnout and tiring and not the results that you want. I guarantee you hating your body does not make you want to make healthier choices. And it's funny when you accept your body, what do you think you do? Like if you just accept, like, this is the body that I have. And even if I want to change it later, like it's worthy of respect right now from me. Doesn't mean I have to love it. It doesn't mean like there's some days where I'm like, I wish my body was a little different, right? Um, I wish my limb lengths were a little bit different for the gym, whatever. But I never, ever say things like, you're disgusting. I never say that term to myself anymore. I just, that's like a no-no in my book. And even when I think like, you look a little bit like, a little bit like thicker than usual, whatever it is that I'm saying to myself today, or you just look like maybe you've changed a little bit. I don't ever make it mean that I'm a horrible person. I don't ever make it mean that my body's any less worthy. That's maybe the switch. Like, and that's when I, that girl in the gym had told me like, we're the same size. That's why I approached it so nonchalantly. I was like, no, nah, you're, you're smaller than me. You're going to do this. Cause I just accepted that fact. And even though I wasn't spending a lot of, like, that wasn't necessarily the best feeling to have. Like I'm just a bigger girl accepting that. It at least like got me progress. It got me to just not be spending so much time. And I wish my body was different. I wish my body was different and not doing anything about it and not necessarily being able to move on with my life, not being halted. So, but the funny thing is when you accept your body, you make way for things. And if you accept your body as like the way it is, in some ways, some regards, like, you know, you, I know I can change certain things about my body, but if you just accept it for what it is right now, and you come to the fact on your own that like, even if my body's not exactly the way I want it, I definitely believe it's worthy of decency and respect. It's not worthy to be called names, to be put down and shamed. 
And just because my body looks a certain way, doesn't mean I'm not like a human being with a brain that deserves human decency. (laughs) When you start accepting that, the funny thing is you start to treat yourself better. (laughs) It's interesting, right? You think hating yourself will so desperately get you to the place you want. But when you treat yourself with kindness, you start to feel better. And here's the most interesting, not the most interesting piece of all. I think the thoughts about your body is the most interesting piece of all. But here's the thing. Like a lot of us think when we get to the body that we want, then we'll do things that um, then we'll feel confident. But the interesting part about that is when you get to the body that you want, what changes other than your physical appearance? Because when you get the body that you want, it's not like you get to sit around and look at yourself naked all day. You still have to go about your daily, daily rituals, right? What changes? I notice when I feel good about my body naturally, when I'm not trying to work on it, when I feel good about my body naturally, and when I feel like I look the way that I want it to look, I wear clothes that I like. You know, those clothes that you save in your closet, the thinner clothes or whatever that you hope to wear when you feel better. They're usually like prettier clothes that you feel like once I get to this body weight, then I'm acceptable to wear them. Yeah. I usually wear better clothes, right? So therefore I'm making myself feel a little bit better, more confident. Um, I usually put on makeup. I usually do my hair. I usually put on maybe jewelry. I do my nails. I go out more and I don't feel ashamed of my body because I think that it's worthwhile being seen. I feel more, there's a more of a confident stride in my step when I walk to the grocery store because I feel good about how I look. And the crazy thing is you can do this right now. And I know, I know some of you are like, I can't just do that. I can't just wear the clothes I want to wear. I can't just be confident about myself. But I was thinking about this other day. I was thinking about how, like, what would someone, I always think the the feelings, think about the feelings you want to feel at the body that you want, right? So if you think about your ideal ideal body, right? And you think about what would be so different, you would treat yourself better. That's first, the first reason you'd feel better is because you're actually treating yourself better. But what, what about that body would you feel? And what is that feeling you desire from getting the body? And for me, it's always like, I think I'd feel more confident and I would feel sexy. Like those two things are always on the front of my mind. It's like, if I have my ideal body, I'd feel confident. I'd feel sexy. It's like, okay, if you want to do those things, I know for a fact that when I lost all that weight, I still didn't feel super confident, still didn't feel super sexy. Just had like little brief moments of it when people give me a compliment and I would believe them for a minute. And then I would go back to my old shitty thinking. But if you want to feel those things, even if you're striving towards changing your body down to that, uh, whatever idealistic image you have, I would highly suggest you start to practice feeling those things right now. And what about a person makes them confident, makes them sexy for me? We'll go with, you know, what I'm looking for. Maybe your feeling is completely different. Usually confident people, sexy people don't necessarily care about what other people think. They're not so worried about others' opinions. So when I'm at the gym or when I'm getting dressed or when I'm um, going out to wherever in public, I focus on what I want to think and what I like about myself. And I don't focus so much on other people. That makes me feel way more confident than anything in the world. Also, what do confident people do? What do sexy people do? They have fun. They just enjoy things in the moment. They speak their mind. They wear the things that they like, right? They have, um, they're more spontaneous, maybe. When you see, when you start thinking about what confidence actually is or what sexiness is, it's not just a body. Because you could have 
an ideal body, right? But if you don't have any of the personality, that body's not going to carry you far. I'd highly suggest if you want to feel, if you think about, you know, why you can accept your body, it's probably because you want a different body. And it's probably because you're thinking that body will make you feel differently than you feel now. And if you think about what you want to feel, maybe it's just self-love. How could you feel that way now? And I know you want to argue badly and say it's because of the body, but I promise you there's someone in your body right now. There's someone out there that looks exactly like you. There's like a creepy identical twin out there that's going to maybe come like find you someday. And they actually like their body and they actually love it. And why is that? It's just a difference of opinion. And that fact alone can blow my mind. And for you, it should be like a really telling tale to realize that it's not actually my body that needs to change. It's me that needs to change first. I can always work on my body, but it can't come from a place of just trying to change it desperately to change what's inside. And that takes a lot more work than changing on what's what's on the outside. But the nice thing is, is once you change what's on the inside, it actually makes things a lot better for you and actually makes the body change sometimes easier. And also... Maybe the last point I want to end off with, with body image, is the idea of whether your body looks a certain way or not. And I know it's like so important to some of you out there. It's It still sometimes can be so important to me. And the way I manage that is by journaling, reviewing it, talking to other people about it, and just remembering it's a constant. I have to constantly remind myself that, hey, we're thinking different things about our body. We're doing things differently. It's a working struggle, right? And it's improving day by day. But something, the question that always like gets me really helps me when I'm going down that drain of like a poor body image. I think even if my body looks a certain way, like, do I want to spend my life on this earth worrying about it? Do I want to spend even a minute worrying about whether my body looks sexy to someone else or not? or whether my body meets the perfect standards of perfection. And I think about, you know, in my deathbed, on my deathbed, when I'm hopefully, you know, 110 little grandma who's really defied aging standards, do I, do I think I'll be my last dying wish will be, I wish I were, would have been thinner. I really had a good, uh, spent a good amount of time thinking about my, my body and that was really time well spent. Do I, will I be thinking about those things? I really go to the seriousness of like, I can consciously decide my brain does things automatically. My brain automatically populates my mind with negative thoughts about my body, but then I get to consciously choose what we want to think instead. And I really consciously focus on, I don't want to waste my time thinking about what my body looks like to other people and what I think it may, may or not look like and whether it meets societal standards or not. I can like choose to go to the gym and work on my body. Yeah, but is it, it's not the biggest part of my life. It's a really small part of my life, my body, really. Oh, my body, it's a huge part of my life in some ways. I live in it. It's my home. But at the same time, I do so much more outside of my body than I do inside. And when I think about my life as a whole, I don't want really to spend it worrying about my body or my body image or what I think I look like or don't look like. And the cool thing is if your thoughts are not actually correct. I had just made up a lie, really. In the beginning of this episode, I talked about how I so truly 100% believed with every fiber of my being that I was bigger than this girl. 
And that was a complete lie. It wasn't even true. So if that's possible, you can really choose to believe whatever you want to believe. And I'm even suggesting that no matter what your weight, whatever it is, you can feel sexy right now. You can feel confident. You can feel whatever you want to feel right now. It's just going to take the right thinking. And it's going to take the right conscious thinking, right? And the right um, deliberate thought work. The deliberate thinking, I think, is the most important lesson of this whole episode. So I hope this gives you an honest insight into my own struggles with body image. I always go back and forth with it. Some days I feel like blah, and some days I feel like, oh my God, I'm amazing. I look great. And other days I just feel pretty neutral about it. I'm like, this is my body, right? It's whatever. But a lot of times I try not to let it take up most of my time. And I practice conscious thinking about it. And I review a lot of the concepts that I talked about in this episode. It's even been more enlightening to watch so many different people talk about the same issues in different bodies. So I hope this episode has helped you, maybe given you a different perspective on body image and what you can do about yours. Some practical steps I would take if I were you right now listening is I would list out everything you think about your body. Try to come to terms with the fact that that may not be true. And try to think about what you, why you want to desperately change your body. What is it the feeling? What feeling are you after? What do you think will change when you have the body of your dreams? And how can you give yourself the things that you want right now? Is it wearing the bikini that you love? Buy it right now. Go do it. Is it being able to go out for summer activities? Now things are getting warmer, going to holiday and look sexy as F. Go do it. You can do that right now. And is it just feeling more confident, speaking your mind? And you feel like if you're in a thinner body or whatever, whatever body you're searching for, you can do it. And I suggest doing it right now. Work on the confidence first. Work on the feeling you want to feel first. Work on the actions you want to feel first. And I promise you some acceptance, some goodness will come from that. And also your body may change in a way you like based on you actually doing nice things for it. Because the hating yourself may actually be making your body worse in many different ways just outside of how it looks. Stress isn't good for the body. So anyway, I hope this episode has been helpful for you, hopefully enlightening, and hopefully you get a little inner insight into my craziness. Um, We all have it. We're all like a little weird. So yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for all of you guys out there listening. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery Course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.